Absa Game Changers, celebrating entrepreneurs who turn bright ideas into successful businesses. Well, one, ex- one unexpected idea can be all it takes to start or grow a business. And every successful entrepreneur knows when to follow their instinct and turn that sudden brainwave into something more. APSA Game Changers with 702 is all about celebrating innovative business people who followed their instinct and used their bright idea to fuel their success. And today we have a game changer that's done it a little differently. Now, she'd carved quite a name uh, for herself uh, in her career at a prestigious South African financial institution kind of across the road from here. But she took a leap of faith and began pursuing her entrepreneurial endeavors, a decision that she always knew she would make she says it was just over a year ago in fact that you left the employ of uh, rand merchant bank to go on your own and uh Munyela, how do you look back on the last year of entrepreneurship Shoo, what a question um it's been full <laughs> yes um there's been a lot uh to take in um you know it's such a huge difference, like walking into a job every single day and almost having things set for you to walking into your own business every day and setting the day out for yourself, you know, um, planning and breathing the business, um, taking the downfalls of the business yes. and being able to improve the business, you know. Um, yeah, it's been great. It's been great to see the business grow and flourish into what it's been. And... Yeah, it's, it, it, it takes a lot out of you. And entrepreneurs always tell me that, of course, one of the biggest changes is the fact that there's no going home time. There's no knocking off time or knocking on time. You're always essentially working. Yes and no. Um, so I'm in the retail industry uh, and we actually have two shops. So the one shop closes at five o'clock. So if I'm working from the Johannesburg, five o'clock is like going home time. Um, and the other one actually closes at like nine. So even when I'm not at the mainland store, I'm always on call because the guys are like, there's which a client. Which means you're was- still working, which means <laughs> you're still working. Now to set the background of what Ufense has been doing, she of course uh, established Setters Contemporary Furniture, uh, which she started in 2014 through a social media page and uh, the appointment of part-time sales consultants who then were remunerated purely through commission. And in 2015, you opened a showroom and that's how your business started making profit. And really, you started uh, being on this path from day one. Yeah. Um, so the idea was that we start a business, um, that is, that does not require a lot of capital. So when we started off, uh, social media, we didn't need to have huge capital costs or overheads. Right. Um, and that also allowed us to be able to do it on a part-time basis because we had uh, full-time jobs. So I think that was one of the best ways in which we were able to start a business, uh, because it didn't demand too much of us. It was almost like a hobby that we were doing on the side. So explain your concept. What was it that was unique about it and how did you pursue it? Okay. So I bought furniture. I had just uh, purchased a home and uh, somebody sent me an email to say, these guys make furniture. Please support them. There were pictures. I contacted them and they made furniture for me. And when the lady came to deliver it, 
she came in her little golf and a trailer and she was, you know, delivering everything and doing everything herself. And at the time I was working in corporate and thinking, you know, we need to start growing homegrown South African businesses. And I started chatting to her about it. And uh, she said, okay, let's see if the relationship will work. So we just started a Facebook page. And I then went to all my friends at the bank and everyone to say, hey, guys, I sell furniture. If you want stuff custom made. And basically, that's how it started. So um, yeah, that's how the idea came about. And it worked out pretty well in the end. Because it's one, yeah, but it's one thing to start a small business in the way that you've just described. But obviously, as the demand was growing, and as people uh, were spreading the word through, I imagine, customer satisfaction, what was the thing that gave you confidence that you could leave a lucrative career? Because, you know, you weren't you weren't making tea at the bank. So, so to make the decision to say, I'm going to go at it on a full time basis. What was that tipping point about? So there were two things. Okay. I worked for an investment bank in South Africa and um, I dealt with some of the country's most um, wealthiest people. And for me, as somebody who started school in 1994 in South Africa, um, I found it very sad that very often the people with the money do not look like me, like Nine out of 10 times, there's no one that looks like me that's making the kind of money that we were funding and we were dealing with. And I felt that there's a responsibility that we have to actually start sustainable businesses that are going to have integrity, where there will not be any corruption and that are going to be really well run. And that was number one. So it was quite deeply rooted within me that I need to make a difference in this country in any way that I can, you mm. know. Um, and then the second thing was, of course, that I actually did have a business that was running, that wasn't making a loss, but that had reached almost plateaued because there was no one fully focusing on it. You know, right. it was it a Saturday business. Thing, yeah. yeah, you know. And yeah, so the two ideas collided. And I had also set myself a goal that by the time I turned 30, I don't want to be fully em- full-time employed. I want to be in full informal employment. So, yeah, the day came, it was close to 30, and I needed to go. And you took the leap of faith. But also what I like about your story, um, from the facts that I've been given, is this the idea that empowerment is really central to the journey that you're on, that it isn't just about you becoming a very fancy, uh, wealthy person, but that you're really taking other people along. And of course, even from what you were saying about, uh, you know, working with this lady, um, whose potential you saw immediately when she delivered your goods. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look, there's an African proverb that says if you want to go far, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, take people along with you. And in this business, for me, in this journey, it's been so true for me because firstly, from when I was doing this on a part-time basis, having partnered with people that could take on the fort and do the work when I'm unable to, when I, you know, I was doing full-time employment, there were days when, you know, my job needed to be first in my priority list and then um, the business second. So Mm -hmm. there were days, there were months, sometimes a month I'd go by without going to the shop, but it was okay because I wasn't doing it alone. And I really believe that if I was doing it alone, then it wouldn't have survived. So talk to us about the next step for setters. What What's on the horizon? Uh, where are you going from here? Okay, so I've been watching um, the Steinoff saga yes. uh, quite closely and just, you know, reading up on how it happened. What not to do. Um, yeah, but also what to do, yeah. right? Because they did grow 
big um, exponentially. You know, they, they, they did quite well, you know, before this point. Um, and yeah, I'd like to be the next Steinoff, you know. I'd like for setters to have uh, shops across the country and to really own the value chain, um, the manufacturing, the retail, the interior decor, and any, any other ancillary businesses that surround this business, you know. Right. So that for me would be number one. And also to go across the continent. You know, I've just come back from Zimbabwe. There isn't much there, you know, the, the, the continent is, is untapered. So, um, yeah, so that's the next step for us. The sky's the limit. Setters Furniture, that's the name you're going to be hearing uh, more and more and more. Congratulations, Offensive Manila, for being our APSA game changer this week. And of course, thank you for coming to the studio. Now, join us again next Wednesday as we profile another game changer. Game Changers is brought to you by APSA Business Banking. Do better business. Prosper.